0: It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack Podcast. You know, on Saturdays, we play fun music and we feature great information at 993thevine.com with me, Big Rick Stewart, and music from my time at Live 105 and at KFOG. We also mix in some stories that I find kind of interesting, whether it's local music or food or tech or just kind of some cool things I think you ought to know about. It's always lots of fun. Fun music and great information happens every Saturday at 993thevine.com. And the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack podcast features great information like this. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. Fun music and great information with me, Big Rick Stewart. This uh, story has some spoilers, but don't worry. The big spoiler I'm going to give you a warning for. uh, It's only a two word. It's two words that are really the spoiler. So I'm going to tell you in advance so you can... Plug your ears or you know scream really loud or do both or something uh there's this new documentary coming out on peacock cocaine bear the true story now you made there was this movie called cocaine bear and uh it was uh it came out and it was about uh, a bear in the woods that found a bunch of cocaine and it ate all the cocaine and then it went and it was like ah it was like a killer horror movie thing like that all right, well, there's a actual documentary coming out, The True Story. It tells the real story behind this crazy movie, which was, you know, not totally accurate. Shocking, right? Hollywood, not totally accurate, but entertaining, you know, maybe. All right, but there really was uh, an incident where it, back in the 80s, an airplane was flying around and a bunch of cocaine came out of the airplane and it was all packed up and, you know, it was kind of a drug drop-off, except a bear found it. And the bear found the cocaine, ate a bunch of the cocaine, and now here's the two-word spoiler, okay? So if you don't want to know what happened, then plug your ears and yell and scream or something, just for two words, like for like three seconds, ready? After the bear ate the cocaine, spoiler alert, he died. Okay, spoiler over. You probably could have guessed that, right? It wasn't what happened in the movie. Anyway, the really interesting part of this uh, documentary, according to this story, is all the things that happened before the bear ate the cocaine, because there wasn't a lot of stuff afterwards. Uh, So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see it. I didn't see the original movie, to be honest with you, because it just looked ridiculous. But this actually kind of looks interesting cocaine bear. All right. The true story. You heard it here on the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. Fun music and great information at 993thevine.com. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. Fun music and great information here at 993thevine.com. When you hear people are doing something crazy, one of the phrases you hear in that story, maybe the first thing you think about is TikTok. All right, are you ready? (laughs) Here's the latest headline from insider.com. High school students are renting actual goats for over the top prom shoots and TikTok has some questions about this bizarre trend. Now, it kind of seems like, according to the story, this isn't like California or anything, although you would think maybe. This is in Atlanta, downtown Atlanta. This is all kind of pretty wild. It's kind of been going on for a little while. And yes, they are renting goats to take pictures with your prom photos. Now, there's a place called Get Your Goat, and they actually rent goats for other reasons, like weed control and things you may be familiar with. Also, they kind of did a tongue-in-cheek Valentine's thing, Well, now greatest of all time is G-O-A-T, and so now kids are renting goats to have a goat, a goat photo, and Get Your Goat says they've done 20 prom photo shoots so far. And of course, you know, you get it, dial it up another notch and take it up to another level. How about this? A rented Lamborghini, a red carpet, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in downtown Atlanta on the rooftop of an adjacent building where the prom is being held with a goat. Now, how's that for a prom photo shoot? I, you know, I don't know. I think it's a little over the top, but whatever. Uh, somebody said, I told my mom I'm trying to go to graduation in a helicopter. <laughs> Maybe with a goat. I don't know know about all this. I just know that there's crazy stuff in the world, and a lot of it's on TikTok. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack. Fun music and great information, goats or no goats, it's 99.3thevine.com. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. Fun music and great information with me, Big Rick Stewart. This is some really great information. You can relate to this, I know. This is from Oregon State. Oregon State Research finds new compounds causing smoke taint in wines. We've been kind of looking for this for a while now. I mean, you know, they're really looking so they can do something. OPB.org says that researchers at Oregon State University have discovered a new set of compounds that can cause smoke taint in wine. Previously, this ashy flavor was attributed to volatile phenols, but tests for those compounds didn't predict whether wine had a smoky taste. Now, Elizabeth Tomasino is an associate professor at OSU and led the research, and she says that a discovery of a set of sulfur-containing compounds called thiophenols which are associated with burnt bacon and charred meat, is something that they can all be looking out for. However, she says there's still some research that needs to be done because they can maybe remove some of these, but it also removes some beneficial things as well. They're working on this and they are working with University of California, Davis, Washington State University and more. And it's all funded by grants from the U.S. Department of Agriculture and other organizations smoke tainted wine i mean we don't want it maybe we can fix it or we can just know about it when it's hanging on the grapes before harvest i'll have to keep following this story for you i'm big rick stewart it's the wine country saturday soundtrack at 993thevine.com it's the wine country saturday soundtrack fun music and great information every saturday here with me, Big Rick Stewart. This is from WebMD.com. So I'm kind of thinking that that's pretty legit. Question, how old is too old to start strength training? I'll just give the answer right now. It's never too old to start strength training. In fact, as you get older, and this kind of has happened to me, WebMD says aging is one of the greatest threats to your freedom and independence you'll ever know only because of what it does to your muscles. It's kind of like fading away. But luckily you can do something about it. Lift weights, do some strength training, and it actually works, and it's never too old. And don't think you're gonna get hurt. Getting hurt, lifting weights, only happens if you try to be you know, super macho man. So don't be doing that. Our research shows that we begin losing muscle around age 35, hello, and the process picks up after we hit 60. All right, so they get into this article about strength training and how important it is. I'm gonna help you out by giving you a really simple program, so simple that it's called five x five. It's five reps and it's five sets for three or four exercises and that's it. It's a program for strength training that's been around for a really long time. You can look up five by five on the web, 5x5, all kinds of different versions of doing it. The version I do has just a handful of exercises, five sets, Five reps, simple, easy to do. You can use machines or free weights or whatever you feel like doing. Don't have to sign up for a program and be with a trainer who doesn't understand. You can adjust the weights and make it as difficult as you like. Don't make it too difficult, just go. 95% of the success of working out is going to the workout or doing it in your house, just deciding to do it. Check out Five by Five. I've been working out since the beginning of the year and I can definitely see results, it's really good. Think you'll really like it. Five by five, look into it. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. Fun music and great information right here at 993thevine.com. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. Fun music and great information with me, Big Rick Stewart. This is a story from Drinks Business. Always lots of kind of cool things and stuff you might end up seeing at some point on the shelves or in your refrigerator or wherever you keep your wine uh weight rose reduces unnecessary packaging with capsule free bottle trial all right now weight rose is i think a brand over in the uk so you don't have to worry about the brand or anything but here's what they're doing they're replacing what they say are the unnecessary packaging with those capsules on top of the corks and they're offering their wine with capsule free bottles i am so in favor of this because i don't i'm not a big fan of capsules at all in fact i know you're there's a certain way to cut them off with a little tiny little itty bitty knife and you scroll around and you on the glass and the thing. And it's. St- I just take the whole thing off. I just go from, I cut it from the bottom to the top and I just take it off. I peel it off or sometimes what I love is when you can just grab the capsule and twist the bottle and you can tug kind of hard. But after a couple tugs, the capsule just slides right off. And there's the cork waiting to be opened. So why do they have those capsules on anyway? Well, I guess way, way, way back in the day, one, corks weren't that good. They didn't seal all that well. But it wasn't to keep the air out or keep it from leaking. It was so that little bugs in your basement of your moist, damp area where you kept your fine wine bottles wouldn't dig through the corks. These days, I guess they say the corks are much better. And there's really no reason to have the capsule, except maybe it just kind of is tradition and it looks cool and you can put the label on it or whatever so anyway they're going to sell these they say they're kind of like topless naked wine bottles they're gonna see what people think of it I hope people think it's really cool because I think it's a great idea besides you can decorate the cork right some wine bottles have really cool corks and you don't know that because it's all covered up all right so this is happening over in the UK maybe it will happen here as far as I'm concerned the sooner the better I'm Big Rick Stewart it's the wine country Saturday soundtrack Fun music and great information every Saturday here at 993thevine.com. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack, fun music and great information with me, Big Rick Stewart. One of the craziest things that uh, happened out of COVID was, I mean, to me was that people rediscovered camping. Camping became a really big deal. It was kind of hard to get some camping equipment for a while and more, and campsites are just packed. I mean, I guess it's affordable entertainment. Well, I mean, all the cool things about camping, people have rediscovered. So it's actually hard to get campsites in the state of California. However, that might all change. Thanks to Assembly Bill 618, introduced by Assemblymember Rebecca Bauer-Cahan, Uh, They are looking to maybe propose some amended reservation policies for campsites around California, add incentives for early cancellations, and penalties for not showing up. That way, you know, they can have some actual people using campsites. Instead of just empty reserved campsites, people maybe reserve three or four, then they change their mind and they only use one. And I hate when people do that. What are you doing, people? According to Bauer-Cahan's office, more than 6.5 million visitors camp in one of California's 15,000 sites, spending 279 parks each year. Demand is currently at an all-time high. But frustrations around nabbing one of these sites, whether it's having to reserve months in advance or waking up for an 8 a.m. window opening or more, uh, has become uh, even more common phenomenon. And, you know, not just for, like, Yosemite or places, but I mean, just for regular old places where you want to go on the Russian River, you know, whatever. I'm not naming my favorite places, I'm sure you have yours. Uh, The provisions would apply to all state parks, including the roughly 150 parks that do not use the Reserve California Booking System. AB 618 was passed with unanimous bipartisan support, and it is currently before the Appropriations Committee. All right, fingers crossed this happens make it a easier to reserve some good campsites. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack, fun music and great information right here at 993thevine.com. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack, fun music and great information with me Big Rick Stewart. I saw this story at the New York Post, good headline. Getting zombied is new dating trend worse than ghosting from the New York Post. This is what they say. It turns out there's something worse on the dating scene than being ghosted. Singer-songwriter Mariel Darling on TikTok shared a horrifying dating trend, being zombied. No, you don't get buried. (laughs) Come back from the dead. Girl, you're being ghosted? I'm being zombied, she shared with her 255,000-plus followers. It's like ghosting, but he comes back from the dead after a couple of months and hits you up and she goes on to explain the video so this is when you kind of break up with somebody or you don't hear from them for months or in some places some of the commenters said even years and then all of a sudden they show up like you know nothing's happened like hey what's going on let's go out let's do something what someone in the comments said this happened to me only i went out with the guy twice six years ago and they came back from the dead like a zombie all right so what do you do well according to Dating expert Samantha Jane, this trend has been around as long as relationships have been in. players love to zombie. Uh, When an old flame you are over returns out of the blue without an explanation and expects things to be normal, it is cruel and can leave you feeling bewildered. So then, you know, what's the solution to all this? Well, you can decide to delete the message, ignore it. After all, this seems to be their style of communication. It will send a strong message. Or if you truly want an explanation, just ask. Be mindful, this dating expert said. It could be them crawling back only to do it again. So it's often not the best idea to dig up a zombie. <laughs> So what will you do with your zombie relationship? I don't know. You know, it's a whole zombie thing. It's really your call. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack at 993thevine.com. These are some stories that I have featured on the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. Tune in at 8 a.m. every Saturday at 993thevine.com. I'm Big Rick Stewart here. Music from my days at Live 105 and Cape Fogg, some current songs, lots of surprises, and more. It's always lots of fun. We have a 10 at 10, a Beatles brunch at noon. It happens all day. The Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack and the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack podcast. Tell your friends and thanks for listening to this podcast, and thanks for checking out 993 Vine. Vine.com.